What's up, everybody? It's Mike from the Brace for Impact podcast, right here on the Fight Game Media Network. Today's Multiverse of Matches recap show is a special episode that originally aired on Friday night on our premium service, Fight Game Media Plus. We recorded the show immediately after the Multiverse show aired on Fight TV. We'll be back next week with a fresh recap of Impact Wrestling when they return to their regularly scheduled programming. For more exclusive, timely, and premium content, head to patreon.com slash fightgamemedia and subscribe today for just $5 a month to hear weekly exclusive premium content from Brace for Impact, The Dynamite Show, and many, many others. So subscribe today. Hey now, it's Brace for Impact, and I'm your host, Mike Gilbert, and I'm joined as always by JD by God Oliva. How you doing, JD? We're gonna get that banger AJ Styles theme again. I really uh, you know, like that. Yeah, you know what? I was I was I was thinking about reaching out to the guy. He doesn't use his he doesn't use his Twitter. So oh. um he has not tweeted in a long time. Um but he's he on, should. He's on YouTube, but you can't really send a private message on YouTube, so I don't want to send a put a comment on there and be like, Hey, can I just can we just have this as our theme? Right. And so uh, maybe I don't have Instagram. Maybe he has Instagram. Maybe I'll have somebody reach out to him. I got on Instagram. My I yeah, got Instagram. I'm yeah, maybe seeing... Yeah, maybe do some digging, man. Maybe he's on uh, on Instagram, but I'd I'd love to use that as a uh, as our theme. Um, I mean, I could I could um, I, this is a little inside baseball, but I could just put it on the beginning of this episode, and you know we're cool. <laughs> and then hopefully he just says it's okay afterwards. If it is in the beginning of the episode, this entire minute conversation makes absolutely no sense because people would have heard it by now. That is true. Well, half of our show typically doesn't make sense, so that's fine. Fair point. <laughs> yeah, Fair man. Point. Um, so I, I think the the biggest story of the night is a, a major superstar was uh, that was re- released from WWE returned back to their home promotion where they were made a name for themselves. Taya Valkyrie came back to Impact tonight. Uh, she was released from uh, Stanford Supermax prison and uh, returned on the Multiverse of Matches show. She's going to be taking on uh, Deanna Perrazzo at Rebellion for the Reign and Reynas title. Oh, you were going to say Lucha Underground. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, uh, that was a nice little twist after... I will talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted—I just wanted to lead him with a bit because uh, I, was... I saw, I smelled it coming. It was a good one. Oh, hey, by the way, Samoa Joe's back. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yo, know, so uh, tonight is not a good night for uh, for all those people that like to say Tony Khan can't sign everybody. I, I he's think trying to prove. <laughs> I think he's trying to prove all you people wrong. Right. He, he got so mad. He's like, "Screw you, fuckers! I'll buy another promotion." God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I want I want more toys. I'm gonna buy a whole another wrestling company and then sign more toys, especially my favorites from 2004 Ring of Honor. So now he's got Samoa Joe. Got all of them. He's got Samoa Joe Danielson. He's got Christopher Daniels. Uh, CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah. Sanjay Dutt. Like. Yeah. He's got a nice little collection going on there. Yeah, uh, man. You know, he's the rich kid. He's the kid you grew up with that had a lot more money than everyone else and had all the cool toys. And he's kind of a nerd, but you went over there because he had all the cool stuff and you wanted to play with all the cool toys. Yeah. So you kind of you just had to go over there. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, I think people end up I think they actually like this guy. So um, everybody that I've I've talked to two people that have talked to him personally and they both say that they like him very much. So our our good buddy Fowler loves Tony Khan. Yes. Um, my friend John Muse, big Tony Khan guy. They were friends like 20 years ago. From right. The message boards and stuff. Uh I don't know. I never, as far as being a human being goes, I never heard a bad thing about the guy and how he, right. the way he spends his money entertains me. So 
I don't he, have a problem with that. Yeah, uh, he like the way he spends his money, like you know, and people could say it's irresponsibly or what. I don't know if it's irresponsibly. I'm not looking at his checkbook. I'm just saying that some of the moves that he's made, I would have done the same thing. I would have like, oh yeah, those are my favorite guys. They're in their forties now, but they're still kind of kick ass. I would have you know paid a lot of money for them too. So. Um, you especially know, if they can still, especially they can still go, right? Yeah, well, like, I think that I remains to be seen with Samoa Joe, but uh, hopefully he can. Well, he was saying it's funny because I know um, I was we had a couple we had some downtime before the show started. I was looking over the presser. He was saying that he's more interested in hiring coaches than bookers right now. I think that's a mistake, by the way, to have that attitude. But that's my yeah. opinion. So I think that Joe will kind of slide into a similar role that he had. So in uh, NXT, so. Yeah. I don't see why you don't do that, but yeah. 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 Um, so that was the, that was the big news coming out of the ring of honor show. Um, I, I only watched a couple of matches and so we'll have the, the, the boom guys, James McDaniel and Kevin Ely will actually have the, the full coverage of that show. So I will um, watch it. Yeah. So everybody, you know, go check out, uh, check out the booms, uh, ring of honor, super, the boom does an AEW podcast, but because it's under the con umbrella, they are, uh, they're going to be covering some ring of honor stuff too. So that's pretty cool. Con so, umbrella. Yeah. There's something there. Yeah. There's something yeah. There. There's, there's something there. Um, so Ty Valkyrie did return. So that was, that's a big impact story. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. It was really cool, man. Uh, she came in and she's going to be challenging Deanna Prazo at rebellion, man. What are your thoughts on, uh, Ty Valkyrie making her comeback? I am very excited to watch Rebellion. I think Rebellion is shaping up to be a really good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not as big a fan of Tyra Ty as as other people. I hope this means that her husband gets to come along eventually. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I'm... I think that's cool. Ty is fine. I think we need somebody to do something new. Even though we've done this with Diana, I think it can be fresh again because mm-hmm. it's a little new. So. Yeah, and it's for the AAA title. I I know that they mm-hmm. uh, they wrestled it hard to kill twenty twenty one twenty 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 one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. That was the that was when because she got arrested for uh, murdering uh, or trying to kill Johnny attempted Bravo. murder on Johnny yeah. Bravo. Yeah, trying to kill Johnny Bravo. And uh, you know the one thing that I'm disappointed in is we didn't get her the big video of her breaking out of prison. Uh, I was quite sad about that. Well, uh, to be fair, we've seen enough of those, haven't we? Yeah, but she would be the only one that really should have it. It would be funnier with her, quite <laughs> frankly, but I feel like we've had that. That prison that Moxley used has gotten so much time from all these videos that have been cut. Like, whoever actually owns that thing has just made a killing in rental fees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then another big story came out before the show, and I wanted to touch on this because we didn't really get into any news. Um, well, I, I actually have two more stories. We didn't get really into any news on uh, Thursday night or last night. Uh, Ace Austin has re-signed a multiple-year deal with the Impact, man. That's pretty cool. Huge news. Yeah. Huge. I mean, like, I think he's one of the young cornerstones of this promotion. I think that he's a guy that um, fits well here. I think re-signing is going to give – them extra incentive to continue pushing him at a higher level, right? Yeah. Yep. I think that, and I think, um, <clears throat> I think he's talented. I think he was. I was a fan of his back in MLW, and they didn't do anything with him there. So it's been good. Uh, it's been cool lately, but like cooled off. But I think it's time to do some more with him. Like if he's going to be here for a long time. I saw, like I said, I got to see that match with him and Christian Cage live. I thought it was. I texted you at the moment. I'm like, dude, this is great. This is awesome. Yeah. And it was a good. It was a really good match to watch. It just shows you what the kid can do, and I'm excited. 
Yeah, I'm really excited. I, I completely agree. I think now they could probably start shaping him into one of their top guys uh, because yeah. they. it seems like, you know, whenever Impact gets these guys off of the indies that are really relatively unknown, it's kind of like when an, uh, an NFL player gets drafted in like the middle rounds. They're on their rookie deals, right? They're not making a ton of money. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, Impact brings these guys in. They're not really making They're on these low downside guarantees. They have to work a lot of indies. And Impact is kind of half expecting them to move on from their contract uh, at the end of it. And although they do try to negotiate and resign them, that's what happened with a lot of other talents. But to be able to resign this guy, who uh, who is uh, very good in the ring? His promos are getting better, and he's had a uh, he's main evented a couple of pay per views. Like you said, he main evented against Christian Cage, and and uh, he's main evented others too. So I'm I'm excited to see what they can do with this kid, and uh, hopefully they can strap a rocket to him. Yeah, I think he's a guy that not tomorrow, but a year or two down the line, yeah, I, th I think you could put the belt on him in time. You know, you yeah. need to build around because again, like we're, I've maintained before, this this promotion's got a Memphis flair to it. You know, Memphis had guys that came and went, and they had guys that were stalwarts. So, yeah. you know, this is a dude that, uh, you know, he could be Brian Christopher. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Christopher of uh, USWA fame. Um, dude, I, I remember watching him in USWA when I, I lived in Oklahoma for two months when I was in, uh, when I was a freshman in high school. Really? It didn't, it, yeah, we moved there. My, my, um, my uncle lived there and he had a line on a job. My dad had just lost his job. So he's like, why don't you come out to Oklahoma? We'll get you a job. We'll get you set up. And uh, we lived there for only two months. It just did not work out. It was not a good fit. But while I was there, um, they had Memphis Wrestling. Every, this was like 1997. They had Memphis Wrestling. The every, dying days, but it was still pretty yeah, good. Yeah. It was on the, I think it was called the America One Network. And they had okay. Memphis Wrestling, USWA, followed by ECW. So I'd get to watch it there. And I got to watch, you know, Brian Christopher versus the Spellbinder and uh, and these other cats there in the in the late 90s. But uh, um, he was good. He was yeah. really good. I don't think people really realize how just because he went to WWF and became, you know, um, Grandmaster Sex and it was just he kind of was the third guy in that whole too cool thing i don't think people really saw just how good he was or how good a promo he was like brian christopher I, i'm not trying to cut ace austin down I'm, I'm that's i'm saying that like wholeheartedly i think right. he's good right yeah. and i think like like he was smaller you know in the 90s small is not what small is now but i mean like yeah i think i i stand by the comparison i think he could be pretty good yeah, yeah. Um, so last bit of news here before we get into the show. Um, ratings from last night. We we never get to talk about ratings on our podcast. So because we do the podcast know. before the ratings come out, and then like a week later, it's irrelevant. But uh, we had one hundred forty nine thousand viewers. Um, that's the highest since January twenty seven, and that was up almost 50,000 from last week. They were right around 100 and 203 last week with a 0 0.04 in the 18 to 49 demo, which is uh, also pretty good for impact. So um, I uh, I was quite shocked by that. New Japan had 56,000 viewers. They were down from like 87,000 last week. So uh, it means, means our friend Wade was watching last night and turned on the Nielsen box. <laughs> yeah, the Cubs must have not have been playing on TV, so Wade was watching. So mm -hmm. thank you, Wade. You, I like when Wade helps us uh, talk about positive things. So, but it's uh, they keep talking, you know, Nielsen just got purchased, and I, I'm, I'm wondering what the future of Nielsen is. Yeah. He, because it's the best system we have, but it's like, like we talked about the, like impacts a great example because we have these wild fluctuations, right? And people think this actually correlates into like legit numbers as opposed to just like raw guesses. And when the numbers of this are, 
they were good this week, but they're kind of small in comparison to big TV. That's like a difference of like 20 houses realistically. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there's got to be a there's got to be a better way, right? There has to be a better way to keep track of these things. Yeah, no, there there definitely has to. But hey, any 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 good news with the ratings and impact? Uh, yeah, it's great I'm news. Happy, I'm happy to share because two weeks ago they were at one of their all time lows. So yeah, and I mean, next is... week next week they're gonna break records for their all time low. So I'm dude, predicting. what are we? <laughs> why? I mean, like we got. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I, you know what? I'm I'm not even gonna cover IPWF. I'm just not. They're recording it right now. Uh, I'm sure the spoilers will come out. Um, I I just don't care about it. Uh, and no. I think they're they're wasting their time. They're wasting yes. hours. And they're wasting my time. And I don't have a whole lot of time right now. So I I have to move things around to get these things done. And because they're wasting my time, I'm not gonna. You know, we're not gonna bother with it next week. So Mike, they did you a favor, right? You got a yeah. lot of shit going on in your personal life. You're moving. You're gonna yeah. go to Hawaii, asshole. <laughs> like you need you need the time to get set. And Impact did you a favor by saying, okay, this doesn't matter this week. You can you have our permission not to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I'm honestly not like I almost whenever I saw it, I was kind of relieved almost like I feel bad for the company because the, the leadership there makes bad decisions like this. And I do think it's a bad decision. They're just taking a week off of work, uh, just to sit around and jack off, uh, that, cause that's what IPW is. IPWF it is. is. It's it just, is. it's just them jacking off. They're just cosplaying. It's stupid. So um, when they're they're filming. Okay. So here's the thing that pisses me off about this whole thing. They're filming it right now, right? Yeah. They're filming the show. They could just film a fucking show. Yeah. Or they could go they could go balls to the wall. They could you know, like like what like somebody would be like, Well, what would you have done in that instead? Well, A, I wouldn't have had multiverse on pay per view. I would have just I would have recorded I and then on and I would have done it on Thursday night and I would have done a live impact. Just a live impact. Um that but that's just me. Uh I would have rearranged the like the WrestleMania schedule is out a year in advance, so they know when the dates are. They could they could affix their their situation to um to the wrestlemania schedule but if they if they wanted to do something special like you said just okay if they wanted to just tape an episode of impact to play next week or do do like a lockdown do a lockdown and we'll then lock have that down. on have that yeah. on tv yeah yeah so um i i agree with a lot of what you're saying i think that they got lost in the shuffle because supercard wasn't really supposed to be a thing and that wound up being a thing and that's apparently doing very very well as far as buys go and yeah so they, they kind of got swallowed up a little bit in that. And then GCW, this is what they do. This is their big weekend too. So I think Impact kind of, and it's a good show, and it kind of got lost in the shuffle. And I wasn't thrilled paying $20 for this when I have to buy another pay-per-view down for Rebellion because, you know, I'm cheap. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think they made a mistake. I think they. I think your idea would have been the best. They should have just said, you know what, Thursday night live Impact. Yeah. Yeah, and um, there was a lot of people in that ballroom tonight, by the way. Like, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of that show was going up against Supercard, and so they mm -hmm. they had a nice crowd. So you know, it would have been nice if they just they could have well, they they could have just multiverse could have just been taped tonight for the TV next week. So that and, uh, that would have and been you cool. know what and you know what that would have drawn. Yeah, that would have yeah. drawn Briscoes and, and FTR, especially coming off what the Briscoes doing Supercard would have drawn like. Yeah. I think it was, I do think it was short sighted. I really do because it was a good show. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I I think I think it was too. But speaking of the show, let's go ahead let's and get to, yeah. Show. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. Um, uh, a lot of good matches on the show. A lot of matches you could skip. Um, 
in 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 my opinion. Um, the first match was the X Division uh, Championship match. It was Ultimate X, uh, Trey Miguel defeating Jordan Grace, uh, Blake Christian, uh, Chris uh, Blake Christian, who worked uh, New Japan earlier in the day, and he was at Ring of Honor Supercard, took an Uber, and got to this right in time to be on the very first match of the show. So his schedule was pretty tight. Uh, a Chris Bay, Vincent, and a Rich Swan uh, to retain the title. I think. Two people stood out to me in this match. It was Jordan Grace and her power moves. Absolutely. On these, on these little dudes in this match. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Blake Christian with some of his high-flying moves, especially his uh, moonsault off the top of the top of the scaffolding there. Um, but it, the the match was good. It was it was a lot shorter than I anticipated, and there was no real drama in the finish. Just Miguel just got up there and shimmied his way to the title, and that was the end of it. But uh, it, it was good all the way up until that point. Yeah, a little, little anticlimactic on the ending. Hey, remember when Blake Christian was in NXT 2.0 and his gimmick was he was a freaking nerd with a hot girlfriend? You know, I had uh, stopped watching at that point. So That was a good decision on your yeah. part, my friend, because Garrett, I had to watch it when I, I co-hosted the flagship show with Garrett, and I was so disappointed because Blake Christian is really good. That's why yeah. he was booked a bunch this weekend. Hey, by the way, Impact, lock Blake Christian down. Yeah, I man, I think Ring of Honor might have locked him down already because they. I, they I don't know him... if you're wrong. Well, he was on their show tonight. He did lose, and I think Russ. he lost. He lost quick. I don't know who he wrestled. I can't remember, but he. Lo- I know that he lost quick. That was a comment that somebody made to me, but. Um, cool. Colcabana? Is that who he wrestled? Yes, it was a comedy match. So yeah, and he he lost on the pre-show to Colcabana, but uh, um, so he he might have he might have signed there, and if if uh, if he did, good for Tony Khan, good for Ring of Honor, but uh, if I'm Impact, I try to lock him down absolutely because I think he could well, be comedy, a top star here. I agree. A comedy match when you're about to head into Ultimate X on the same night, Tony Khan did him a favor. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going yeah. into the safest dude in the world in Colt Cabana, and. That's a, that was an easy payday from a man Blake. So, yeah. Smart. 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 But, uh, yeah, Miguel won, and then he goes on to take on Austin and uh, Bailey at uh, Rebellion. So there you go. Uh, we saw an interview from earlier today with the Good Brothers talking about facing the Briscoes. Uh, they were doing an interview with SoCal Val, of all people. Yeah, what was up with that? Is she well, back? She, no, she works for Fight TV. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, she she does every, like a lot of the shows for fight. So um I used to get their emails with SoCal Val in it. So um Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, now that you say that, I'm like, okay, that is okay. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh Mickey James and Nick Aldis defeated Chelsea Green and uh, Matt Cardona. Um this match was look, if you're not gonna have an epically dramatic match, keep it short, and that's what they did here. This was like a uh uh, a Monday Night Raw match at and the you know the eight eight thirty p.m. Uh, Eastern time is kind of what what it, what it was to me, but uh, what wasn't but it was the I thought it was going to be the most interesting match of the night just because they have the dynamic with Aldis and the NWA and yada yada yada, but uh, they didn't really do a whole lot. Um, I you know not much happened and then they both just tapped out. Uh, that was the end of it. So pretty much squashed that feud, eh? Yeah. Where do you go from there when both when both your when both the spouses tap out in like short order? Like I don't know, man. I was super disappointed with this one. Yeah, yeah, me too. I thought I did think that Aldis should pin Cardona because I was I'd have been fine with that because then because, you could build the NWA title match. Makes yeah, sense. And Cardona did bring the NWA title with him, so that was cool. We were asking for that this week, so um, he did carry that to the ring, and that became part of the feud. But to both have both of them tap out to the Texas Cloverleaf, yeah, 
I did not like this finish. No, me either, man. Uh, and there was a couple curious finishes on the show tonight, but this one was the most curious to me. Yeah, I thought um, I thought this reeked of like potential chicanery, right? Yeah, and we didn't. We did, it felt like a feud ender. It felt like, I mean, like what else? Where can we go? Like yeah. I don't know, man. This well, was weird. Obviously, Aldis. Now that he has the the submission victory over him, he's going to want to get the NWA title. So that they still can do that in NWA. In NWA, but it yeah. kills us here in Impact. I mean, like yeah. it's just, I don't know. Like I don't know. Like I thought this was that Schmaz written all over it, disqualification. Yep. Like it was, it was weird, man. It was really yeah. weird. Yeah, it, it it was it was super weird. So, um, yeah, not, man, not not much happened. But uh, you know, Gia Miller interviewed Deanna Perrazzo about the interim women's champion, uh, oh, who was Mercedes Mercedes Martinez. Perrazzo said she didn't care and found it ridiculous that there was one to begin with. She's correct, by the way. Uh, since she was there and the reigning defending champion, she also brought up that if Mercedes decides to challenge, to tap her out just like she did last time. And she did not that long ago tap her out right on TV a couple of days after she made her debut on AEW. So, yeah, good good promo. Uh, controversial. I like the interim champion idea because he's stealing it from boxing and, U and UFC. And WWE would do a number one contenders match, right? Yeah. I like interim champions. You didn't see the match, did you, with Mercedes and Willow Nightingale? No, no, I was watching Impact. Yes, I was back and forth. I had the TV and the laptop going. And um, Mercedes just about died oh, on really? a Willow Nightingale moonsault. It went knees to the sternum. Ooh. And I literally thought that she either broke her sternum or pierced a lung or something. It was wow. for as hard as people are going at Jeff Hardy for swanton bombs this week. <laughs> Do take do take a moment to find this if you're listening and did not see this. Mercedes may not make it to whenever this unification match is. Wow. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a good match whenever it happens. Hey, I got another hot take for you. I yeah, think Deanna ahead. retains. I think Deanna retains when they when they have this. I think I think Tony Khan would love to have Deanna. And mm -hmm. I don't know when Deanna's contract is up, but uh, I think they could work out a deal there and uh, she could do both for a while. I think that we are in a space where you can do both, and I do think people will come and go from this new ring of honor, you know, yeah. where you don't necessarily have to be locked down. So no. I think I think that uh, Deanna will retain this champ champ thing for, well, until AAA gets bored with it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I completely disagree about the interim title. I don't like it in UFC. Um, except like for it. except for like, there's been times where the champion was going to be out for like a year, uh, or they were going to miss success, you know, multiple defenses after another. But they just recently had an interim title because they couldn't get you know Francis Ngannou to to agree to a specific date, so they said, "Fuck you, we're doing an interim heavyweight title." And then and then like two months later, they just booked the same match anyway. So, um, it's just it's just so they could say they have another title match on pay per view. That's why UFC does it. So it's a the same with boxing. Because yeah. it's a draw. It's yeah. a, it's more interesting. A number one contenders match because we've seen a bazillion of them. It's right. not as interesting as an interim title yeah. match because you get to give them a belt and people like props. Yeah, and you're UFC, right. But... It's a draw in UFC unboxing. And mm -hmm. nobody nobody in their fucking mind gave one shit about Mercedes Martinez versus Willow Nightingale. Well, that they wasn't didn't purchase a draw. the yeah. No. They didn't purchase this because this. So they could have had it as a number one contender, and they could have had it, and nobody would have questioned it. The interim no. title is what they question. So that no, I agree with that. But again, yeah. because it's a mid card match, it doesn't matter. Like this yeah. whole our main the main event of the super card was an interim title versus a you know um, non interim title champion match. So yeah. there's a history for this. I, I'm gonna buck the trend. Okay. I like it. I like okay. it. 
All right, embrace debate. It. Yeah, embrace debate. I like it. <laughs> oh, we got to save that. That's a decent name for another podcast. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith, man. I stole that from him. So oh, never mind then. I don't <laughs> well, watch Stephen A. Smith. So no, well, enough. it's not. It's not the. Uh, it's not the name of the show. It's first take. But their tagline for years with him and Skip Bayless was embrace debate. So. I like it. All right. Yeah. And uh, oh, you know what? God Illa told us that we should use brace for debate. He said that's what we should use. He told me, and I just forgot. Until oh, that's good, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. better. Nice job. All right, yeah, job, brace, brace for debate. That's 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 our thing now. All right, <laughs> uh, Speedball Mike Bailey defeated Alex Shelley in a banger of a match. Man, these guys tore it down. I love this match. Dude, um, this is great. Yeah, it, it was it was great. Man, Mike Bailey had a hell of a weekend, dude. He is just all over the place. Him and Bandito won a five thousand dollar like bonus. They had to, I thought they were both getting five thousand. It turns out they just split the five grand because Russell was cheap. But uh, um, they pro they wrestling man independent. <laughs> pro wrestling man <laughs> yeah. yeah but I, I i really want to get into this match so outside the ring bailey kicked shelly around but as they got back in the ring shelly caught bailey with a jawbreaker and finally cut off his offense shelly kicked bailey around until the ladder ended on the floor followed by a pescado now it is now it was shelly who chopped bailey around ringside Shelly kept his work on uh, Bailey's head and neck for a couple more minutes. Bailey eventually made a comeback, exchanging strikes with Shelly, finally taking him down with a jump kick and a kick combo that ended with a standing, twisting, shooting star press. Shelly dodged the buzzsaw kick and dropped speedball on the turnbuckle, transitioned to a border city stretch for a submission tease. Oh my gosh, a lot happened in this match. <laughs> uh, Shelly dropped Bailey with some chops and a belly a belly to belly back back to suplex. Sorry, that's easy for me to say. Uh, he went to follow with the same on the apron, but Bailey reversed into a moonsault knee, only to crash and burn after Shelly moved. So both knees just crashed right onto the mat there. It looked brutal. Uh, then dropped Bailey with a scary apron DDT. I thought uh, Bailey was dead at that point. Did you see that? I did. Oh, my gosh. Gnarly. Yeah, gnarly. Um, and uh, he hit him with a brain brush on the floor for a count-out tease. Uh, Bailey got back in the ring, but as Shelly rushed him, Bailey dodged him and caught him with an acai moonsault that was just beautiful. Uh, the gif was floating around the uh, the net oh, I, today. I retweeted it. It was gorgeous. Oh, yes, it was gorgeous. And then uh, back in the ring, Speedball and Shelly exchanged strikes, ending with Bailey taking out Shelly and hitting the moonsault knees in a buzzsaw kick combo for a near fall. Shelly came back with a forearm and a slice bread for a two-count transition into a border city stretch. Uh, Bailey dropped Shelly with a pair of kicks, but failed to land ultimate weapon. Uh, Bailey reversed a, a shell shock into a roll-up and got the snap win over Shelly in an excellent, excellent, excellent match, man. What what are your thoughts on this deal? Great match. I wish it had something of a build. Yeah. Right? That's my one critique about this. I got a lot of critiques. That's my biggest critique about this show is it kind of happened. It almost feels like a lot of it happened in a vacuum. Like there's this great match that has zero build and zero implications on the show again another reason why this could have been an episode of impact because if this happens on impact i'm like oh my god this match is amazing right but because it happened on this pay-per-view with like no stakes really it just kind of made me eh, shrug i mean i can't be shrugging like i didn't care because it was fucking great i just right. wish it had some juice to it other yeah. than great work rate you know yeah, and and that's all this was. This they mm -hmm. they built it as a, a dream match. I don't think Speedball is quite famous enough to be kind of in a. And I think that he will be. By the way, I think give he's him fantastic. give him a year, give him one yeah. year. He could be the biggest star in independent wrestling. Yeah, um, but uh, so I I didn't really see it personally as a dream match. But if other people did, that's great. I guess it depends on who's asleep. Um, but um, I I really loved this match. <laughs> I, I <laughs> sorry. Took me a second. That no, took yeah. me a second. It was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> no, I, I I really did love this match. I thought they uh, they were tremendous here. Um, 
not not my match of the night for all of wrestling. I I, I do that that award goes to FTR and the Briscoes. And Oof. you want to know why that is? And you know the work work rate is you know probably the work rate was probably better in the Shelly and Speedball. That's fine. Different. The, different. The, the drama was mm. in the FTR and the Briscoes, and drama is what makes wrestling, right? The story Absolutely. makes the wrestling. The work rate just complements the story. And Absolutely. I was emotionally invested in that tag team match because they have been building this for months now. Um, and these guys were kind of thrown together in the last couple weeks. Still a great match. I don't have anything against the match, but, you know, it's obviously not going to top the charts for me. So, um, but good, good, or great, great stuff. Um then Miller interviewed the influence about their upcoming title defense. She asked about uh, Caleb, but they ignored the question. And then they talked about being the only real team in the match since the others were more of a random pairing. So I guess they forgot about Decay. Um, but uh, the Knockouts Tag Champions influence defeats uh, Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans, who have also teamed quite a bit, Decay. And then uh, Giselle Shaw and Lady Frost, who is a thrown together team. It's like, hey, we need two more females. Okay, you guys are up. Uh, that's how that team was made. Um, so this this wasn't great. Um, it was a four-way match and influence one thoughts. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. I don't have, I honestly, <laughs> um, this was, this was JD looks at his phone match. Yeah. Yep. Nope. I, I completely agree. I was, um, I was, I had two shows on and this is where Supercard really took my attention. This, this, this cooled the crowd down in between the the um, Alex Shelley and Speedball match and the Ishii Edwards match. Mm-hmm. This was like a filler. This is a palate cleanser. It was popcorn fr- match. It was fried bananas at the Brazilian steakhouse. That's what this was. All right. I've um, never had those. I didn't show. Are you shitting me? You've never, never been to a Brazilian steakhouse. No, no, I've been to Brazilian steakhouse. Oh, okay. I just never. No, okay. I eat the meat. I'm there for the meat, man. Yeah, yeah, but you get the fried bananas in I between know. the different cuts of meat because that way mm. you can get the flavor better, bro. It's, it's no, it's it fills up space in my belly that could be taken up by more meat. Well, so what I do is I turn over the card, right? There, so they give you the green and the red, right? Mm. And I turn it over. I use the bathroom a little bit. I talk, and then I turn it back to green, bro. And then they bring me more food. That's you turn. You actually they, turn the red card. That you're soft. You you got it. You got to take a little no, bit of break. No, you got to you take, take breaks. No, no, no. You never no. turn that back card. You keep. You stay green the whole time, dude. You know how expensive. <laughs> you know how expensive Brazilian steakhouses are. A freaking fortune. Oh my gosh. So I I'm gonna stay there for hours, and oh. I'm gonna take little breaks. I'm gonna get. It's gonna be green for a while. I'm gonna, you know, eat a bunch of meat, get some bananas, turn it red, take a break, and then you know, do it all over again. Well, now at some point we have to find our uh, time to go to Brazilian steakhouse somewhere. Yeah, well, Honolulu has one, and I'm about to live there, so there you go. Well, yes, <laughs> I ain't making uh, my way off the mainland for quite some time. I don't know who the announcer was. Um, he was better than David Penzer, however, it was not Penzer. It was not Penzer. It was uh, Penzer. I think it might have been Penzer's grandson, but it was um. In this match, he announced Tomohiro Ishii as Tomihiri, or Tomihiri Ishii, um, and uh, I just thought that was funny. So, <laughs> um, he's quite famous. I don't know how you would mess that name up if you're a wrestling announcer. Well, yeah. Uh, but anyway, Ishii uh, defeated Eddie Edwards, and um, as far as this event goes, this was my favorite personal favorite match of the night but i also just happen to be a huge fan of ishii and i love everything that he does and i thought this was great so um edwards before the match did interview uh, talking about why he was representing noah um it's because he hates impact so there you go um and he was wearing all green is wearing all his noah colors um and he always wears green yes yes <laughs> 
<laughs> but they they did talk about that. That's why he was wearing green. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. You get with the story, JD. What are you doing? No, I mean, because I know it's bullshit. No, I only had green colors for a year. Oh man. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm he, wearing. It for, wears, I'm wearing it for Masawa. Come he's wearing green because he's Irish and he's from yes, Boston. Yes, <laughs> pull that bullshit on me. He's in heels, so credit, yeah. kudos. I tip my cap. But you know how I feel about this whole Eddie Edwards Noah thing. Yeah. What did what, what is that guy's name? Warren Hayes. Is that his name? Warren Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. Warren's he good said dude. that uh, little did he know he's going to have to go to Japan and uh, job out to Fujita now. So it was it, it was too close to the gimmick for me not to embrace it. <laughs> yeah. Embrace. <laughs> For impact um yeah. uh this was the most shocking th- i mean like yeah second most shocking th- it's a challenge for shocking finishes because ishii barely wins in new japan a lot of the time right yeah. i don't think you hear that but a freight train is rolling through my front yard um <laughs> yeah. what are you gonna do you live in the country yeah uh yeah i was shocked so i mean like oh wow that hot stable we have of honor no more you know <laughs> just oh, taking no, left eddie's right. now eddie's losing as a no Okay, wait a minute. Now I know why Eddie had to lose because Noah was not putting or New Japan was not putting over a guy from Noah. No. Same as always. That was my first thought. That was my first thought. Like oh, I Eddie, was like, you're gonna be a Noah guy. Oh, now you have to lose. <laughs> I I thought I honestly thought this whole time he was gonna win, and then when he lost, I was like, oh, New Japan must have squashed it because he was wearing the he was wearing green tonight, and uh, Noah New Japan's like, fuck that, fuck that. No, we're not putting over <laughs> Noah guys. Um. <laughs> So there's this girl that I saw got retweeted. I hate to, I'll call, I'm not going to call it out, but I saw this get retweeted where she was freaking out about the stuff happening at Supercard of Honor because she's like, this is terrible. The new Ring of Honor is terrible. I'm going to go, you know, support Honor No More, watch Impact Wrestling. And I'm like, okay, there's one Honor No More guy wrestling on it tonight and he got beat. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) it was just, it made me laugh. It made my cold, dark heart laugh a little bit. So, yeah. No, I, I, of wrestling Twitter. I legit, this shocked me that he, yeah, me he, too. He lost because, like you said, Ishii always loses, and I always. thought they're bringing in Ishii to to lose in an incredible match, and it was an incredible match, hard hitting. Uh, I yeah. think I think Illa in the chat was like, "Man, who slept with whose wife here?" Because they're really beating the crap out of each other, and they really that, were. That's Ishii, man. Ishii's just he's a stone pit bull. Like this yeah. is how he works. He's freaking great. I just never in a million years thought he was going to win. I mean, especially I, I'm. Silly me, I'm in the assumption we're building Eddie up to be a title challenger at some point oh. to Josh. I yeah. was just, I, I don't, I got shocked. I'm shocked. This is, this is impact. Sam McCallahan lost every match for two years and got a title shot at Slammiversary last year. Eddie's still going on to get a title shot. Trust me. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah so um but yeah no i i i really was shocked um i loved i loved this match so much though i i really did think that it was uh that it was an incredible match i think that everybody needs to go uh, out of the way to watch this one it was a new japan style match yeah right that hard-hitting um not really strong style more king's road style it is what it is but it was just like yeah it's perfect for for if you dig new japan style work rate you're gonna love this match yeah and uh, ishii fresh off of his big win will face jonah at rebellion and then edwards is gonna wrestle jonathan gresham so and now i don't know what to make of the jonathan gresham match at all at rebellion like i i thought that edwards was not losing anytime soon and he just lost tonight so I mean, like, this thing, too, is, like, after tonight, Tony, they didn't give Jonathan the all-elite graphic, but him doing the scrum with Tony Khan led me to believe he ain't going anywhere there. So how does that whole thing work out? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's 
it's gonna be interesting i'm just yeah. calling schmaz it's only gonna make sense like DQ. yeah yeah um next we've got a we've got kind of a weird match it was uh josh alexander and jonah defeating uh, moose and pco weird weird not bad it was not a bad match but uh i thought that this was just going to be a, like an all-out brawl going all over the ringside and everywhere because of the heat between all four of these guys but they just had a good tag match in the ring for the most part um and then moose eventually um ran away from josh alexander and left pco there to die and then of course another honor no more guy gets uh gets beat by alexander uh, got hit with a c4 and then it was over but uh you know it was like the work was good but weird i still i still don't know why we had this like it I... still doesn't make sense like they did nothing to tell us why this i mean like there were two guys who don't like shit okay why isn't josh teaming up with pco like i just the match was good the backstory was non-existent and that bothered me a little not bothered me but just like i didn't care for it for that yeah. reason josh looked good yeah josh always yeah. looks good yeah josh looked good i thought uh i thought jonah and pco look good and then yeah. moose I, 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 moose looked good too actually yeah, yeah. everyone was fine yeah. i like the i like the we're furthering stuff i just <clears throat> i don't know yeah it just seemed weird for a blood feud uh so mm -hmm. Ill illa just sent us this i guess somebody in french is saying that the Briscoes are telling fans in Dallas that they will return to Impact uh, to get revenge against the Good Brothers. So there you go. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's breaking news or not. That's just a guy tweeting it. So I mean, it's also like I don't know wrestlers say things, especially like after <laughs> shows. So I don't know if that's like real news or if that's just yeah, we'll be back to get back at them because. Yeah. Um, We'll talk about the Briscoes when we get to the Briscoes. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about them. We got plenty of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we talked about this earlier, but we had Triple uh, A Reina De Reina's champion Diana Perrazzo. Um, she was in the ring for her champ champ challenge, and um, a mega star ish from uh triple a fabi apache came out she got that savio vega um 1998 pop from uh, no way out whenever she he was the uh he was the mystery man there for uh taking over for Shawn michaels and that main event of that match so yeah fabi apache in um they've had her plenty of times before i've never been impressed by her she lost there you go yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, what do you think of Fabio Pachi? Like, I've seen her plenty of times before. I'm not a big AAA person, but I'm not a big AAA person. When she, I knew she was when she came out. I went, really? I mean, it makes sense. She yeah. beat. That's who. That's who Diana beat for the Reina Duranas title. Like, it, I bet in Mexico City that would have gotten over. Bet in Tijuana, people were like, oh sweet. But yeah, in Dallas, people were like, oh. Yeah. We all work again. These probably these mystery opponent things is you work yourselves into like some thinking things. Are gonna be, we, we, you know, I was like, oh, it could be Camille. Oh, Mia Yum, you know, Athena. You know, we, we kind of wrecked our brains over it. We never would have come up with that one. I'll give him back credit for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We never would have picked it or wanted it, but it nope. definitely, it definitely happened. Um, Post match was good. Yeah, post-match is great. So the real surprise, um, because Ty is a big star in Impact, in the Impact world. Yes. She's a big star. She's one of the best champions they've ever had. Triple-A world, too. Yeah, Triple-A world, absolutely. Um, so <clears throat> Fabio Apache leaves, and Deanna Perrazzo's talking shit to Mercedes Martinez, and then all of a sudden, Ty Valkyrie's music hits. And she comes down to the ring, she cut a promo, and said that she will see Deanna Perrazzo at Rebellion. Uh, great, great moment. Totally made up for the uh, the terrible yeah. <laughs> the terrible match that we just saw. Yeah. Rebellion's looking good. 
Yeah, man, uh, the rebellion stacked. Um, it's one of the stack, more stacked pay per views they've ever done. So, um, and then in my main event of the evening, uh, we had Chris Sabin. He got the another shocking match, man. Another shocking finish here. I did not see this coming at all. He got he defeated Jay White in what I thought was another incredible match. I really loved this match, dude. Poor Saban took some hellacious chops in this match, man. White just laid into that brother. Um, he was black and blue all over. Yeah, this was uh, this was a really good match. Another really really surprising finish. Um, at least it's been built up. Yeah. Lisa's been built up. They've been working the story here with Bullet Club and the guns. I didn't see it coming. I'm surprised that New Japan is letting one of their their top guys in lose on but you know, hey, makes for a good made for a good moment. Yeah, made for a really good moment and uh everybody's really excited for Chris Saban. I'm interested to see what they where they go from here with Saban. Um maybe they do something with him or maybe he just loses again next week. Who knows? I, I don't I don't know what we have in store. But uh after the match Macklin showed up and uh, attacked Chris Saban and then Jay White low blowed Macklin, so I don't know what's going on there. So I know Macklin was attacking Saban because of the issues with the I don't know more stuff and the team impact he's trying to take those guys out he beat up rhino recently and then out of nowhere jy just low blows him so i don't know what's happening there with all those guys but um i really did um i really did think that it was a great match match uh, was good yeah i was a little confused about what was going on after but yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh so we get to our main event and i'll be honest i whenever the match was booked i had really high hopes for it and then when i saw ftr and the briscoes go to hell earlier they just went to war and the briscoes bleeding all over the place taking huge bumps i was like they ain't gonna do much in this match and that's uh and it wasn't a bad match but not a lot they 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 kept it all in the ring they didn't take any crazy bumps um they uh the um, the good brothers ended up winning with the magic killer with help from jay white um who interfered in the match while the referee was distracted by chris bay uh and then they ended the show abruptly because i think they were up against the clock uh they they were running out of time man so what did you think of the main event um it was fine the again it went a little fast the problem was they had a match of the year like two hours before like yeah. I just saw these guys have what literally could be the best tag team match in the United States this year. God, it was good. So, and y- you weren't going to get that out of the good brothers. It's <laughs> no. just not what those guys are. No. Right. And again, that this, the, the good brothers matches didn't have the stakes, right. Mm-mm. That the other one did. And then I kept thinking, like, I know people like, Oh, you know, I think they're going to, I think, you know, I think we'll have a disagreement on this debate. We'll call it. Okay. I, I don't, it did not feel like the, if this felt more like the Briscoes came into a cup of coffee for impact more than it felt to me like a a bookend for them in ring of honor. Yeah. I, I think, I think they had a bookend in ring of honor and I thought they were over, um, FTR, FTR beat them. And then as they were leaving, the Young Bucks attack them. And then FTR comes out for the save and cut the promo while the while the Briscoes did nothing in return to the Young Bucks. They just escaped out of the side of the ring and just left, right? So that just made, they, made it seem to me like they were not trying to harp on the Briscoes getting their farewell. What they wanted to harp on was this coming up Wednesday Night Dynamite. So it made it just seem to me like they were just, you know, writing the Briscoes off. You guys go, go get out of here. We're going to focus on our guys. That's what it seemed like to me. See, I disagree completely. Because they okay. if, the, if they if they write them off completely, you don't do the angle with the young bucks. I I think they were just doing that as a distraction to get all the attention away from the Briscoes because well, of the all reason the why they're not being to, signed. 
that's why they just have to roll out of the ring at that point then and you cut yeah. to a video package or something else to say yeah, yeah. i mean i personally i think that briscoe show up on dynamite on wednesday during I... that match with ftr and the bucks Brace for debate, I completely disagree, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're right. I hope the Briscoes do go to AEW. Because it didn't seem like, it does not feel like the Briscoes, like the Briscoes are clearly, they're smart dudes, right? Despite yeah. despite evidence to the contrary. Yeah. They are yeah. smart guys. Like, they have not been invested in this impact match, right? Their yeah. attention has been toward the FTR match. They were trying to clear their, like, Jay's still trying to clear himself because he feels, it seems to me like they want that Warner Media contract. Yeah. Right? It seems to me they think that they're in a better spot if they can land in AEW or whatever Ring of Honor is going to be. And I just felt like the audition to me, it felt like they were auditioning. Will you guys do business? And it, they did, and it just didn't. Again, they left so much of themselves out there; there really wasn't a lot left. Whereas they come to New Japan, they come here at New Japan. It felt like a New Japan match with Jay White out there, yeah. um, who should have won to look a little bit stronger. I don't know. I don't want to get into that. Like, <clears throat> it didn't. It felt more like just a thing with them there. It felt like they were written off a little bit way more to me here than it did in the SuperCard show. Yeah i i i hope I hope they get picked up somewhere. Um, and I hope it's with the ROH AEW contingent. Um, I just don't see it happening. Um, and I know impact, I, know. Would, I know impact would take them, but I think that, uh, Briscoe's have probably just been holding out hope that they're going to get that, uh, Warner media deal. So I think you're right. Cause I think they would have been in impact by now. Like yeah. it's interesting. You read the thing that, that Jordan Grace put on her Twitter with like, like she was saying, oh, I was trying to get Jonathan Gresham to sign other contracts. Oh, I wonder where. Right. Like, I wonder where she's trying to get him to sign. And he was like, nope, nope, going to make this work, going to make this work. And it seems to me that the Briscoes may have been doing the same thing. Because I'm sure that Tony Khan would like to have the Briscoes. Who wouldn't? They're right. awesome. Yeah. Like, they looked so damn good tonight. In both matches, they looked good. They just yeah. looked um less tired. <laughs> in the first match <laughs> they which, they uh, know, left it reasons. all out there at super they, they did man and god bless them for it that was an <clears throat> incredible match i can't be i can't be mad at it and impact put them in the main event not because not because they deserve the main event slot not that they don't but I, give them time to, to give get them there. time to rest to give them mm-hmm. time to get there to rest to to let their body heal a little bit because they just they like I said, they gave everything that they had in that FTR match, and um, you did know, you watch, with, did you watch the GCW stuff? Has that they know they they were defending against Second Gear Crew? Has it happened already? I'm not. I don't watch GCW, so I don't. I don't really pay too much attention to mm-hmm. GCW. Not unless like it's like a big match. Like at the last, I think the last GCW match I watched was well, I watched some of the Hammerstein stuff, and that was it. Okay, so that was the last time I checked out their stuff. I I just. I know they have a match with second gear guys this weekend. I don't know if, it, if they've had it because they lose again. It's going to be a rough weekend for the Briscoes. Well, they just won the GCW tag team titles. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, they, they won. Yeah. They did they beat, win them this weekend or did they, they did. were they defending them? Okay. No, they, they won them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they went over two tonight in their match. They did go over two tonight, <laughs> yeah. but they got paid pretty good. I'm imagining. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm well, sure they did. Good on yeah. them. Yeah. Um, yeah, you weren't you weren't gonna get a match of the year contender from from Gallows and Anderson. It's just not gonna. <laughs> no. It's just not no. them. Like, 
No. Yeah. Yeah. And I figured they would have like a lot more smoke and mirrors and do like tables and do all kinds of stuff around, but they didn't do none of that. Uh, they were like, look, you guys got nine minutes. Briscoes are exhausted. Uh, and good brothers, you're going to have to carry them. Oh, us carry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Big LG's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you mean, uh, you mean, are we going to cut the ring off and uh, have, uh, you know, Jay Briscoe sell the whole match and have Mark do the hot tag. And then, uh, and then we'll take a couple of bumps and send her home, brother. That's what that's, they did. That's what happened. <laughs> and it was fine. There was no yeah, problem. Like, there was, was no problems a, with it. Like no. credit to Mark and Jay for being able to work a, a, competent three and a half star match yeah at like an hour after doing a six i mean like ftr is trying to call himself six star ftr which by the way is a nice ring to it mm-hmm. like that is a i think that's a five star match in my opinion i'm not a match ratings yeah. guy so to do those back to back at the same night bravo yeah so do they have so say they get five from um for the ftr from the ftr for the ftr match Mm -hmm. dave Dave ain't watching multiverse i don't want to be the one to tell he's not rating this match but say say he he, don't kill the gimmick brother (laughs) yeah (laughs) so say they say they get you know five and then what three so do they have eight and a half stars tonight the briscoes is that what we're looking at if that was you know if it was a lesser team like if that was just ogk (laughs) they would have eight and a half stars on a t-shirt if it was the young bucks they would have that the briscoes they don't care no they don't care no stars and and bars on a t-shirt there you go. Absolutely, man. So well, overall, what did you think of the show? A, B. A, B, yeah. I think, I, I think I'm right there. I thought that the matches that we all thought were going to be very good were very good. And the matches that we kind of knew weren't going to be any good were not very good. And I was mostly disappointed in the Aldous Cardona match. It was just a personal disappointment. Yeah. Appointment there was, yeah. Because that would, we actually built that one on TV. Yeah. We've, that's like, we've <laughs> yeah. had like, there's so much like two companies have been building this story and you're right. It was like a raw match from like yeah. 1998, like the two, the, the two tapping at the same time. It was remarkably disappointing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they just move on. So where, where do they go from here? I don't know. Uh, and uh, where we go from here, uh, we don't know, but uh, next week is going to be fun because I don't exactly know what we're going to do yet for Not a show clue. next week. Not a clue. Um, but uh, so Patreon, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. And until next week, mahalo.